everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 170 for February 13th, 2019. I almost said 2018, that's crazy. This week's top Patreon supporters hey, are... Happy, happy New Year, Phil. Happy New Year. No, we, said, we said you can only do that maximum till January 31st. No, you can do it as long as the other guy still says the wrong year. Is that true? Okay, fair enough. It is now. That's that's what we're doing now. Okay. Um, mm, what am I doing here? Oh yeah, I I, I rejig this. Okay, make build modify. Scott Turner, the Godfather, Jimmy Deresta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's all right. Yeah. I didn't even um, warm up, man. I was I was cold. Yeah, felt like Motown there. Um, Greg Mead, <laughs> Chad Grossclaws, more mus- more Shane Bronson. Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Apollo Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, and Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. Is there one in there that I said that I shouldn't have? I don't, I don't know. know. I wasn't listening. That's, we don't really pay attention to you while you're talking. All right. This is my time right now. Oh, like, uh, while you do that. This is me time, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Let's just let's just assume I, I did it correctly. What okay. are we working on? Uh, let's go to Tim. What are you working on? Uh, stools, bar stools, lots and lots of bar stools still. Um, okay. I mean, I, I don't have too much to report. I did have something I thought I could mention here instead of that, but I can't remember what it was. So, so your attempt <clears throat> at making good use of time failed. I, yeah, I really feel. I mean, I can go into detail about what I'm doing while I'm making the bar stools, but I mean, yeah. it's you know, I'm making pretty good time. I'm like I'm impressing myself with my my. Uh, I've gotten uh, as of the end of the day today, I've gotten 48 of them complete. Wow, that's really so, good. Yeah, that's wow. yeah. Would you have a so welding complete? Actual complete. Oh, done, ready to get shipped. Nice, nice, Tim. Because wow. uh, I all the wooden tops I had done already last month like okay I, so they're all just stacked up ready to go i already got the finish on them and stuff and oh wow so now it's just and then you know i had gotten uh, some of the metal came in already cut you know so um so then i went i welded my two a's together like for the other side so now i'm just adding the four sticks you know to make the a's three-dimensional uh i got a pretty good jig for it so really it's like i just have to make it three-dimensional well, that I'm not grinding unless I have to. Some every once in a while, I'll be a little spot I have to grind or something, or there'll be some little sticky spot somewhere. And then, um, and then it's just really a matter of wiping them off, spraying them really quick with lacquer and uh, or just some clear coat, you know. And, and I use um, liquid nails and four screws on each top. So liquid nails just kind of keep them from sliding against the screws and loosening up, you know. And uh, so it's a pretty good, you know. I'll, I'll like I'll like weld a dozen of them up, and you know, go to the other room, and then like four of them I'll put on the table and kind of, you know spit shine and, and spray and put together and then while that dries because it's cold it takes forever I go to the other side well you know so just kind of I got a pretty good flow going I'll have them all done within within two weeks you know nice. for sure you know are you, and, now, are you I'm, within your time limit oh yeah yeah I've got to the end of the month they're going to start picking them up at the end of this week uh, because they're not going to be able to get them all in one in one truck because they're awkward you know like they don't stack well um so I don't know what kind of truck that. Maybe they can get them all in one truck. I don't know. But um, 
Yeah, so they'll, and I, I borrowed some space on the other side of the wall in the barn to, to store them in right now. So I'm going to go through them again, though, and just kind of, you know, take each one again before they go in the truck and just look over and see if there's any spots where the lacquer dripped or anything, you know. Make sure everything cured good, but yeah, the project's done. Yeah. Awesome. Ooh. What about you, Bill? What do you got going on? Still the salon? Yeah, salon stuff. So uh, let's see. I finished the room divider, uh, the country sink. I'm I, this weekend. I actually took off. It was nice. Um, Saturday, I didn't do anything. I hung out in my pajamas. Casey had to work, and then uh, yesterday we went up to Napa. Like I said, for her mom's birthday. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I will be, once the plumber installs the sink I made, I will take what little measurements are left over next to the, that on the wall and create a uh, table to go with it. And I think I'm going to video that because it's, 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 a, it's an upcycling 101 basic build. And the materials are absolute upcycled uh, materials. And I have a way that I'm doing the legs on it that are kind of, there's a neat little trick there that might, super easy, but it makes them look kind of spiffy, I guess you would say. So cool. I think I think I will actually make a video with that. It won't be too hard. Uh, yeah. So that, that's still salon stuff. I got a couple of barn doors to make and some other stuff. Going to go tonight and uh, uh, we had the electrician install these power real power cord extension reels up above the one styling station that we brought over from the old salon mm. so i have to for dryers yeah put that and well just to plug them into the uh power strips that are mounted to the stations but i want to you know do all the cord management and stuff so yeah yeah but uh, handyman yeah. stuff basically yeah. so yeah that's that's what i'm doing how about you philip you look uh you look like you got some rest Philip, wow, I've been called Philip in a long time. Um, really? Because I feel awful. I uh, actually I played hockey last <laughs> night, so I was up to like one night. The game was at nine thirty. You don't fall asleep till one. You know, and it's still got adrenaline pumping, yeah. and it's, it's not a great night's sleep. And now I'm super sore because I haven't played in a little while. But uh, <laughs> but it was fun. This last week, I've been packing up Iron and Soul orders. Um, they take like I'm. I have like a few of them here. They just I make custom boxes for every single one. So to pack up like one order takes like half an hour. Um, so it's really, really time consuming, but I'm you know, uh, doing an awful job of getting them out in time. But I'm I I'm pushing. I'm doing my best. Every time I get some time I go in the garage and I do another order and I and I do my best to get them out. So I appreciate everybody's uh, patience. I have Is this a little... like a new a new wave of sales you've had recently or uh, it's not still from like nine months ago, right? Some are, some aren't. Some people like it wasn't a, a priority, but like, yeah, it just it takes so long to do each one, so it, yeah. it's just it, yeah. it's it's stacked up. But I have gotten some new orders as well, um, so there yeah. there is that. And I have obviously first in first out. I am prioritizing the the existing orders in house. Um, yeah. Is it then, would it make uh, any sense to get some pre made boxes like a couple of different sizes? I haven't been able to find any pre-made boxes that make sense for this. Either they're way too big or they're way too small because these are just like long and skinny because of the way right. the size of the saws and like so this one holds a few and this one's like fam- skinnier. What, and- what about poster tubes? Are you familiar with uh? Yeah, well the tubes sometimes. Are you familiar with Uline? Uline.com. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, because they have like a lot of boxes. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, because what I do is I. 
take like and they're cheap, like they're good price. Yeah. Okay. Well, I try to be and as, as eco friendly as possible, so I'm cutting up. Old oh yeah, no, I hear you. I I spend way too much time making boxes too. Yeah. Like I do this. I, all my boxes are made of scraps. I pulled out a you know from things yeah. that I've ordered or whatever. Right. But well, they're between, all Amazon boxes. Be, between the guilt trip from Tim and then the guilt trip from Jimmy being able to like customize packaging yeah. for thirty yeah. seconds, yeah. right, with an Exacto <laughs> knife, make this amazing box. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, I, it, to be fair, fine. I have gotten a lot better at it. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you're that backed up, it, it may invest. Find some boxes. Find something. Yeah, poster tube. You know, I mean, they come in huge size. Like plans come in these big tubes. So that would mm-hmm. be good for a saw or two or three saws you could fit in there or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I'll definitely look into it. Um, and then my brother-in-law wanted me to make him uh, a tray. And I'm going to make it out of something cool, like walnut. And so his friend is turning 30 years old. So a marijuana tray? Yes. Yes, Tim. Thank you. Um, Re- a reefer, reefer tray? What do you kids call it? Me kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, here in Canada, there's nothing to be ashamed of, and there's no stigma. So, yeah, they're weed trays, Tim. Um, anyway, so, so the guy is turning 30, so I'm going to make it out of walnut and strips of uh, purple heart. So I'm going to do three oh. strips, one for every decade. And I'll put it right there in the middle. And then I'll engrave his company logo onto it, so he'll, he'll like that. Nice! Yeah, so I think it'll come out really nice. Actually, kind of a funky look to it, like the contrast of the... The, they're two dark woods, but they will contrast, so it'll be cool to see, I think. You can yeah. always, you yeah, can I, always I, just I could use that. some silver spray paint on that walnut. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be tremendous. Yeah. I don't know why you're wasting your time with all... Just, just spray paint a silver. Mm-hmm. Classy. <laughs> Classy. Uh, mine is hanging yeah. up in my shop. Classy. It's 100 Classy. episodes. Seriously? <laughs> That was 70 episodes ago we had that fight, and we're still talking know, about it. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go already. Jeez. Let it go. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's what we're working on. Uh, Let it terrific. go. Who's the one that brought it up? <laughs> I didn't bring it up, Bill. See, you're still holding on, Tim. Relax, man. Take Such a deep a breath. Grudge holder. We're going we're gonna to get into the podcast right now. A, this is an amazing topic. Um, I'm excited oh, yeah, about we do this. Have a fun one. So just you need to relax. You Let know, it go. All man. of my questions. Let it go. All of my questions have the word silver spray paint in them. <laughs> I'm just warning you now. Amazing. <laughs> so this week and probably next week too, and maybe even the week after that, I don't know for sure, but are going to be like these round-robin interviews of questions that we're asking each other to get to know each other in a more than superficial level. Like obviously the three of us know each other very well, but this is to uh, get the audience to know who we are in a deeper way. I, th- I think I find a lot of the times in the – I'm not taking credit for this, by the way, but I'm just saying my observation is that a lot of the times our familiarity with some of the, let's say, the maker celebrities are, they are quite superficial. We know them from their videos. We know them from their talks. We know them from their podcasts. And they are, you know, on the subject of making. We don't know them necessarily as well as we'd like to as people. So we thought maybe um, maybe make ourselves a little bit vulnerable and uh, and open up to some potentially embarrassing slash personal questions or, or maybe even interesting conversation out of it and i don't know if i want to commit to to three weeks in a row originally we we're talking about doing like one week where we would focus and just ask questions of one of us but we decided not to do that 
yeah. going around. But I don't know if I want to commit to three weeks of endosia so one week. One of the well, things, you know, one yeah. of the things that I think our new listeners will get to know about us is that you two can't agree on much very often. So that's the first one. You find is that true? I find I we think, agree quite a bit. No, I, we well, tend to agree a lot about you, Bill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> similar opinions. <laughs> That's different. How much you both love me, everybody knows that. Yeah, I think that it's really just Phil can't agree with anybody. His catchphrase is agree to disagree. That's true. My catchphrase is a passive-aggressive attempt at conflict resolution without actually resolving anything. Exactly. Did you right? quote a movie? You did, didn't you? No. Oh. It's, it's that no, a Pinsky original? No. That's me, man. Um, See, we're already yeah. getting to know each other better. This is great. Yeah. We know um, that Bill either has never seen a movie or television show, or he has the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> number two. It's definitely number two. Oh, it's number two? Okay. Yeah. All right. So the format is basically, like I said, a round-robin question and answer period of questions that we uh, definitely... Uh, put the effort and time into writing uh, several days ago and not during the pre-show. Some, some of us yeah, can probably say that. Some yeah. of us can say so. that honestly who, who are not in Canada. Bill, Bill sir, here's my first question. Bill, when did you write your questions? Uh, I started uh, last... Well, actually, I started before last week because we talked about it before last week and then we kind of forgot. Yeah. What but do you mean I, by started? I mean that I started doing some research. I really wanted to. I like the idea and the concept, so I started doing some research. So I actually wrote a question. The first question I have for Tim, I wrote over a week ago. He really is the better student of the three of us. Like he, is he time now? and time again, he well he does he acts like he's not. Right. But he's the one. He actually right. has the notepads of. I started thinking about my questions several weeks ago, but to actually start writing them down That's was two and a half hours ago. Huh. <laughs> Huh. I then, take. Then you started writing them down during the pre-show, right, Phil? I yeah, take, and I'm I done. Take, yeah. I take our friendship and our <laughs> our podcast seriously, and well, that's because you know you're on thin ice. So good, <laughs> good but, for but you for putting in the work. It's hey. an interesting reveal, though, because people listening to this podcast would probably think that like Bill is like the laid-back California dude. He's like kind of rolls in, like, oh crap, we're doing that today, like you know, because that's sort of like the characters that we. And, and then we everybody would think that Phil, you'd be like the uptight one that would have had it all like, no. organized and arranged. But reality is totally different. You know? Yeah, this was me as a student. So as a student, I I didn't study all that much. Let's say in high school, university, different story. But in high school, my studying was mostly just paying attention mm -hmm. in class, and most of it would just be committed to memory. Like that was my that's the way I learn is by listening. Um, and I basically would do homework like the period before yeah i was the same way because i i didn't really care about grades i just cared about getting out so i was like i was totally fine i was smart enough to just get a b minus and everything without doing any work like you know pretty much when, so i had i had i did do summer school once <laughs> did you <laughs> algebra i just couldn't get it because i didn't pay attention and then and then yeah, within one week in coast on within one week in summer school i totally got it and i finished summer school up in like another week and that was it. Sweet. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god! If you apply yourself, you can actually learn something. <laughs> it was my favorite. My favorite sentence in school was always, 
he's not really living up to his potential. He's, <laughs> yeah, you know, who are you to gauge potential? It's not a, there's no metric. <laughs> no. I thought you lived in Canada. First question. Are we, did we already do the first question or that was a, that was a mock question? That was, that was like a pre-question, I guess. Pre-question. Pre -question. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to ask Tim, what is your perfect selfish me day? Perfect selfish me day? Right. Which means you can't say something like, like hanging out with my son. It's got to be only right. about you, nobody else. And how many bottles of bourbon does it involve? That's for <laughs> Tim to decide. <laughs> well, a year ago, it might have been different than now because I haven't had anything to drink in almost, a, what, nine months, ten months? I don't know how long it's been. I, for, I forget. You forget because um, you're drunk, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, I don't remember anything until the point that I stopped. Right. <laughs> no, I, it wasn't like that. I just decided I didn't want to spend the money on it anymore, really. But um, So no bourbon, although it does still sound appealing because I, I really like the taste and yeah. everything else, I guess. <laughs> Also uh, the buzz, yeah. Yeah. So the two things. Yeah. yeah. The, the, you know, yeah. Right. Um, I guess, uh, honestly, like, I get a lot of those already. Like, the days that I can just go to the shop and, and check out. Like, like not the days when I go to the shop to make 125 stools, but, like, the days that I get to spend at the shop, like, just, like, freely creating. Mm-hmm. So I guess there'd be two ideal days. One is like that, where it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about what time I need to be home. I don't have any... You know commitments that I have to worry about I can turn the phone off turn the music up and just you know just create it's not for a video it's not for anything other than just I'm working and learning and, and developing something those are my absolute favorite days and I get more of those than most people our age probably do and I'm very very fortunate for that and I'm very aware of how lucky I am that I get those and then the other one might be like you know laying on the couch with a bag of chips and watching like Star Trek for 12 hours Right. <laughs> With no one saying, you're really going to lay there on the couch and watch Star Trek for 12 hours today? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes. two, like the two opposite ends of the, the spectrum, okay. I guess. Nobody bother asking me that question. Just just copy and paste Tim's answer for me. <laughs> exactly I, actually, I, same, I could right? kind yeah. of say the same thing. It would be pretty close. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's we'll try and keep all the questions different. Yeah. All right, Phil, yeah. I got one for you then. Well, I think we, I think we have enough of them. So, yeah. You know. Okay. All right, so... Phil, what is the one thing people misunderstand about you the most, and why? Huh. That's a good question. Right? Uh, Look at, probably... Look at the studier. Yeah. Um, if I have to be honest, it's probably the thing I'm most known for, is that is my sense of humor, right, is very dry and very deadpan. And if you don't get it, I come across as, like, a huge jerk. Um, but I'm really not. I'm a very... Uh, caring person. I'm a family man. Um, I love my friends and I do anything for them. Uh, so yeah, I guess my sense of humor gets me into trouble a little bit because it is so so dry. Uh, have you found question. Have you found the uh, the uh, you get more of that reaction from like the podcast or is it work or just like somebody overhearing Everywhere. you? Oh, somebody Everywhere overhears in you life. in public, really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everywhere in life. And I'll tell you, there are certain parts of the country that get sarcasm and dry humor and certain parts of the country that do not. Right. So when I travel, like, I have to be cognizant of that and understand that, like, they're not going to necessarily get me. So I've got to sort of tone it back a little bit. 
But then sometimes I get really surprised by somebody who I think wouldn't get it, but then totally does. And then they'll just bust a gut because I accidentally let something slip. So, uh, so yeah, I, but in all aspects. The, the podcast, I feel like people have gotten to know me and get where I'm coming from. And it's not like, oh, that guy's a jerk. I don't want to listen. Uh, I hope not anyway. Um, but for the most part, a lot of what we do on the show... Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm pulling back too much of the curtain here, but a lot of what we do on the show, it really is playing a character. Like, I know yeah. that there is always this, this like, uh, Bill and Phil get into it. We really don't. Like, it's really, you know, yeah. for it's really for the show. It's kind of a character that we're both playing. Um, so, it's I, I think people got to realize that by now. I mean, they must I think, think I've so. Had to, I've had to explain it. Uh, honestly, I've had to explain it more than a few times that you two do not pick on me in real life. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it is kind of a shtick. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's, it's a caricature. It's an exaggeration of real life it, yeah. for entertainment yeah. purposes. It is, it, it is who we are. It's just us at 110. You yeah. Know, it, I mean, like, it was a way for us yeah. to find our, you know, to, uh, to differentiate each other on the podcast so we, right. we're not, we yeah. don't sound like three of the same guy talking about the same things because we kind of are we are very much alike we like doing yeah. a lot of the same things we like you know so we have to have that that our characters have to have you know our personalities we're different so. right I, have to accentu- I remember saying at the beginning the differences yeah, yeah I remember saying at the beginning that I didn't want this podcast to be three guys going yup 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 I kind of sort yeah. of did set it up so that it would be more controversial. Oh, success, uh, my Within friend. our opinion. Success. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but that was by design, right? I, yeah. I didn't want us to agree on stuff. That's not an interesting conversation. Mm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, Damn it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's a prime example. I, I make it a point, Phil, uh, when you kind of get into that sort of like that dry like kind of snarky bit i make it a point to make sure i I laugh audibly because people can't see our faces and they don't know when we're making kind of eyes at each other right right winking so that's why i'm always like laughing into the microphone even when it's not really a laugh it's just to let people know that that's the mood you know trying to make it audible does that make sense yeah yes what are you talking about you're laughing because the joke's funny I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wonder how many people See out there... See how that felt when I didn't? <laughs> Listen, I wonder how many people out there, honestly, Phil, are like me, and they, there's that little bit of a lag to realize that you just said something completely witty, and you went by it so quickly. I didn't hear what you're saying after that because I'm still pondering the quick wit. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that's a tough one. I don't know. I wonder if people listen to us on like two times speed or one point five times speed. If they would, I don't know if you could listen to our podcast on that. Um, Be- because you know? of me, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking, I was thinking me because I talk so fast, and then you because of your quick wit. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, you got to be in real time with us. That could be our I, new slogan. And I just sound like Alvin the Chipmunk. To listen so. to podcast faster. What's that? It never even occurred to me to listen to podcast faster. What you guys listen oh, to, like the Chipmunks? Whenever a lot of people to- do that, they like they just like digest and the information but we have no actual like anything to digest we're we're more indigestion (laughs) than we are digest (laughs) (laughs) i I watch youtube videos on two times sometimes if i'm looking for something specific and then i'll slow it down when it gets to that point you know i can see that but yeah podcast i can't i can't yeah the distortion of their voices i think it's tim's uh my turn i was gonna ask okay i'll ask bill a question all right what do you got okay like 
<laughs> like the the title of our, our episode about hot tub time machine came because like all of my questions involve time machines <laughs> so, so bill okay you have access to a time machine you can use it only once to go back in time to only one point in your life when do you go and what do you tell yourself and why i gotta use it again though to get back right well, yeah, it's a one, it's a, a round trip. Okay, it's a round, round trip. trip. Yeah, because I don't. Stuck I, if I had to go side. back and stay there, I don't know that I would do that. Um, I just, you, you can't pick. You can't pick two points in time. You can only pick one. Um, I I'm not sure about the exact when, but I would definitely go back to when I was young, very young, like a kid, Vance's age, maybe a little older, and just kind of point myself in a little bit of a different direction because I don't think it would take much and I would save well over a decade of uh, crap that I didn't have to go through. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think it would take a little nudge. I'm thinking of this as an opportunity and I think if I was able to tell myself, it's like, you know what? I know what you're thinking. Scratch that, because it's not going to help. Do this. And I mm-hmm. think every, you know, but then again, I don't know that I would change anything because everything would be different, right? Yes, butterfly effect. Well, that's that's always the parrot, you know. I know, yeah. yeah. That's always the thing with these, but. The other question is, is do you think you would have listened? Yes. Yeah. I, I honestly do, because um, at that age, I had no quality input from anybody i was starving for it you know what i'm saying Hmm. i was i was really i i would have soaked up any loving and kind inspirational stuff to point me in a a good direction that that would have been Hmm. amazing but this this is the Hmm. biggest thing in the world that i why i would not go um my daughter and my wife because if anything were to change and i didn't have either one of them in my life no it deals off I survived. I'm here. I got you two. What more do I need? Wow, I'm on his list. That's pretty sweet. Um, Hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know what? I think um, selfishly to answer that question, I would take one trip. I don't know. Do I get to, like, hug my dad? You know what I mean? Like, is that something I get to do? Sure. Yeah. I think that – because I I totally agree with Bill. Like, I wouldn't want to change the outcome of who is in my life now like wife and kids and all that stuff notwithstanding I don't think I would want to change anything because it would be too dangerous too dangerous yeah. you know you could miss out on on people or things whatever but I would love to just go back and I don't know spend a day with my dad I don't know like, weird one yeah that no, is. that's yeah that's a that's kind of what I was thinking about with it too because there's that paradox of like well do I you know like we all had crap you know in our in our past that we wish we didn't have but of course it all you know to get into star trek you know i need my pain it's what makes me who i am said captain kirk you know true um it is um but then i liked i liked your answer phil because that just made me think of a way to use that without wasting it or or taking a chance is that there's a few people i wish i would have returned their phone call right when i could have you know and stuff like that yeah hmm good i'm super sad now yeah yeah me too (laughs) okay Uh, it's my turn Mm -hmm. I guess maybe this is a good one then 
Uh, this one is for Bill, right? Because I asked him the last one? Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, thoughts on death? What happens after? That's one of the sad place. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually wrote down that question, but it's a good segue, I guess. Yeah. My thoughts on death. I... I don't know if it's that I don't want to, but I'm pretty sure I just don't believe we just die. I just I just can't believe that's it. I don't I'm not one of those no that's it. Once you're you wink out, you're you're done. I think there's something. Um I feel very spiritual, very connected to something greater than myself at times. I don't I think I've been searching for something like that for a long time. I don't know if it, I would prescribe to any major religion, but I might. I might. I've been there before. I might do it again. I, I mean, there are times when I, I just think there has to be a God. There has to, I mean, the, the blessings that I have in my life, there has to be. And there's other times when I'm like, really? You couldn't have done this a little different? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think we don't. I don't think we just die. I, I think there's something beyond this. I'm not sure what it is. You ever see the movie Powder? Talk about me not yeah. knowing movies. I like that, yeah. right? We're just we just kind of join back in with everything else in the in the cosmos and energy and light and love and stuff. That's what pretty much what Jews believe. There is no heaven and hell, but you get bound up in the eternal soul of everyone who's died. Oh. Um, I happen to think that we just sort of wink out, though. Because, like, if you think about it, what's the cutoff, right? Like, does every living thing have an afterlife? Or yes. is there a cutoff of, like, so everything, like everything. spiders and, everything. like, so everything's just crawling around there in the afterlife? Everything. I, 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 I want to believe that. I More so, like I said, I don't know if that's all it is, but I want to believe that. I don't think we just die. Uh, first of all, you can't unmake anything, right? Right, yes. Okay. There is nothing that is made or created. It's just sort of recycled. Right. So yeah. I, we don't just wink out. I mean, what is... Well, our consciousness does, and our body goes back but, into the earth. Right, but our consciousness actually has a weight, right? They've actually weighed people at the moment of death, and there is a weight loss that's measurable. Yeah. It's not just the air in the lungs. It's not just the air in the lungs. It's an actual an actual weight loss that happens at the moment of death. So you know what it is? It's because you poop your pants. It's it's still yeah. the poop is still on the table. Yeah, but it's now in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just I, I, I winking out is not an option. I have option. to look that one up about the. Winking, I have to look that up. Winking out is yeah. Not I don't an know option. about that. That seems highly dubious. But all right. <laughs> Well, but there there are some interesting um, like physics thoughts about that type of stuff, like you know about matter and like if you think about cellular reproduction, about how all of our bodies you know are are different every seven years. We don't have a single like cell that we had seven years ago. Wh- which one has the consciousness? Like, is it getting one cell at a time transferred? And th- there's some people that have done some interesting thinking on that. That's the um, Theseus's ship paradox. Yeah, yeah, or uh, or Abraham Lincoln's axe. Right, right. <laughs> They've replaced both the head and the haft. So, is it still his axe? You've but it, it's li- it's literally in a museum listed as Abraham Lincoln's axe, although he never touched either piece. Of I'm it. almost right. positive that you guys are two makers at heart because when you can go from is there life after death to talking about a hand tool, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to be yeah, interesting. Okay, next. Yeah. Let's keep it rolling. Um, okay, it's my turn to ask you, Phil, correct? Yeah. 
Um, okay. Um, what accomplishment are you most proud of? And I, and of course, this is like the selfish, like when you asked about selfishly, like, right. you know, you can't say your kids and your wife is so like, what's your, what's your like selfish accomplishment that you're most proud of in your life? Like something that I've built or it could be something you built or just, I mean, something you thought of, you know, something you've I mean, done. It doesn't have to be necessarily something physical, something you've done. Like you, you know, you, you climb Mount Everest. I mean, you know, what's, like your your personal like again, what is, what know, is that a uh, uh, triple triple something in hockey? Yeah, a hat, a hat trick. Hat trick. You know, I mean, what am I ten? No, uh, I'll get two of them. So one is something okay. I made, which is the deck. That one was like, that one was a biggie. You know, that was a, yeah. a ton of work. I'd never done anything like it before, and uh, and it looks okay. Well, it's, Mostly. it's you never done it before, and at the end of it, you can stand on it safely and have a beer. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Right? Um, well, yeah. Mm. And the other one is like this life that I've built. I'm living in this in this house that I think my dad would have been very proud of. And, you know, I have this whole family that I've built and a life that I'm living and people that I know. And I think, I think just I'm very proud of the life that I'm living. And, and it's very important to me to be living a, a good, honest life, um, you know, because a lot of people are very concerned about money and getting it very quickly. And and I have found uh, in personal experience, not my own, but, you know, let's say vicarious experience that fast money leaves just as quickly as it comes. Um, and and a yeah. life lived yeah. well with everything that you have that is earned slowly tends to stay with you and is valued and is treasured and that's mm. the kind of life that I'm living and hoping to pass on to my children well said mm. good I, I think in the same vein Tim I would ask you um, what makes you feel the most accomplished that's tough um, uh, I, I work in Strangely, for someone who's like so concerned about the size of my footprint, you know, <laughs> I I I work in volume, in a lot of ways, um, which isn't necessarily a good thing for like to create in volume, you know, mm -hmm. over over quality, I guess. Uh, but that was always something like when I was writing music, like I was like writing like churning out songs, you know, and a lot of them were good, and most of them weren't, you know, um, but it was a like. I was more interested in. I, I felt like I had to leave this, this legacy of of work behind, and I still feel that way. Um, like the just my my workflow is. I'm not, I'm not putting twenty coats of, of finish on my guitar. Like you know when I finish it, like I, that's that doesn't interest me. Like you know like uh, all right that's close enough. Like <laughs> it's time it's time to move on to the next one. You know because diminishing I just, I, returns. I just, yeah, I, I don't. And there's there's a part of me that would love to do that someday and just like see if I could do it like the the meditative because there is that meditative quality to that type of work and and I do enjoy that but there's a point where I'm like when I get into that sort of flow where I'm like all right I need to move on to something else because I have all these other ideas that pop in my head and I just have this you know so like it's not like um, one thing I'm not gonna be like oh you know what it's this this accomplishment that I'm the most proud of or or this is what makes me feel like I accomplished something it's I have to I always feel like um, I haven't gotten anything done. And, I, and then I like I have to stop and look back and like oh crap I actually got a lot done this week or this month or this year you know and the, I remember Keith Decent a couple of years ago he had showed at the end of the year he showed this list he had that he wrote down everything he made in his shop 
over the mm-hmm. course of the year, and I thought that was such a great idea. And I tried doing it, but I couldn't because I have no dedication, and I lost interest <laughs> sure. in that. I was like, I need to move on to another list, you know. Like, a, but um, but like that, like you know, and I I should do that because that might help me with my problem, you know, of always feeling like I need to do more. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, that's like it's like uh, yeah, I almost you know need to, I need to leave a a, a, a big footprint of no footprint stuff. <laughs> So maybe maybe just continually striving to keep being Tim, right? Well, I'm I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast, but like when I was playing music for a living, uh, I'm very critical of myself and uh, and not necessarily of the work I do, but of of just me in general, I guess. I mean, it's yeah, are, you know? uh, no, no, I am yeah. very critical of you. Yes, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> See, I had to laugh out loud there because people might have thought you were serious, but yeah, that was you would say, intrinsically oh, I am funny. Serious. And, and then you would uh, say, but depends but I am upon who you I ask. I mean, you know, Canadians are probably just yeah. busting a gut right now. All those, all those mean Canadians. Yes. Uh, but when I was, I used to tell my wife this uh, even before we were married that, like, when I was playing music, you know, I used to have this note on the side of my bass, and I still have it somewhere. I think it's just this piece of paper I taped on there that said "Work harder," and uh, and it was to remind me when I was playing that it doesn't matter how well I knew the song or how. You know how much fun we were having, how many drinks we had. Is that every time I look down, I see this, this my own handwriting saying "work harder," and and my wife, you know, asked me about it or whatever. I told her like, "Oh, that's I have to work harder. I have to be better." And I said, you know, I said basically the way I want to live my life is I want to walk off the stage and go, "Eh, that could have been better," and then die. Like <laughs> that's just the, the you know the cycle. existence. Ever, well, no, it's because you're always trying to be a better version of yourself. That was sort of the. Isn't the ideal to walk off stage knowing that you left everything on there, that you gave it your absolute best? Oh, I do. I do, but it's not good enough. Like, I could have I could have worked harder. Like, there's still more. There's still I, more in the tank. You know what I mean? I know. I think it's, I know where you're coming from. But then you didn't leave everything on there. I think it's more of the feeling of wanting to feel that, that there's there's more. I can do more. That's that's what the accomplishment well, yeah. is, is, that, is to keep that drive and that feeling. I don't know. It sounds tragic to me. All right, well, let's lighten okay. it up. Let's lighten it up. This is this is a little bit I don't, funny. See, to me, it sounds great. Like, that's, you know, like, oh, I can always be better. Like This is going to sound kind of weird, and I'm serious about this question, but it is going to be a little bit funny. Um, I'm not a traveler. You know, I've very recently in my life been to Boston and Chicago a couple times, and that's kind of it. So the thought of until... I, my daughter came back into my life. The thought of doing this crossed my mind, and I think the answer could have been yes, but now I wouldn't. Um, but Phil, do you think you would ever want to live outside of Canada, outside of your country? Like to move, uh, to start a life yeah. somewhere else? On every business trip, I feel that way. <laughs> but that's, I, I promise you, anybody who travels for a living, everybody feels that way. Like right. you go someplace else, and you're like, huh. I could really see myself here. This is pretty cool. You yeah. know, you just sort of, you know, I've been to all across the U.S. and Canada. I've been to Europe. I first of all, I, I wasn't born in Canada. I was born in in uh, in Jerusalem, Israel. So I moved to Canada when I was five. So Canada isn't necessarily my my birthplace, but it is my home. Um, do you have yeah. two passports? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, and because uh, my father was born in Canada, so I was naturalized on yeah. birth, so I had dual citizenship. Um, yeah, but like everywhere you go, you know, you go to San Diego, you're like, oh my god, this place is incredible. Like, look at this weather's amazing. And then, and then you you always, no matter what you're doing on this trip, you invariably are do this pros and pros and cons list of like what it would be like to live in this place. And you know what? I I, I wager that 
100% of the time you're like, yeah, but I still like what I look better. Yeah. No matter how great it is. You know, like so you we go all, to we all go through you go to California, you go to Colorado, you go to Florida, you go to Chicago, New York. No matter what it is, you'll always find a reason why where you live is better. I, th- I think we all go through a little bit of the grass is greener every time we see someplace new. Um, but yeah, then when you start thinking about it, although California, the Bay Area, I'm over it. There ain't no greener grass here. Everybody's on the grass. Nobody will get off my grass, and I'm done with it. So, but like, let's say, let's say the cost of living was a quarter of what it is now. You wouldn't leave if the people. If there was a quarter, if there was only a quarter of the people that are here now, I would stay. But I mean, it's literally I'm I'm over being in the congestion and in the, the okay. people, the 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 mass. I want I want to live. I want to live where there are more trees than people. Okay. You know, but I want access, but I'm, I'm stubborn. I want access to the people as well. I want to go, I want to be able to go, yep, I want to go home now. I want to, I want okay. to appreciate being able to go home that hour outside of town or whatever it is, 45 minutes, you know? Wow. Yep. So, well, good yeah. to know. Good to know. So you're, you're a home body. You will, you will be a Canadian, you think, for pretty much you passing on to the kids and so forth. Yeah, I mean, it's not an easy process to become an American citizen. I have we have thought of it. Um, also, in my teen years, at one point, my family, like before I met my wife, we we were thinking about moving back to Israel. Um, that didn't for like a good few months. We were like, really, like, okay, we're doing this and whatever. Didn't come to much afterwards. I, I guess everybody just sort of changed their minds. We're like, well, Phil's already in high school. Forget it. Um, but, you know, we have friends that moved to uh, to New York and then to Boston. And, you know, we were thinking about it for a little while. But um, I think I think we like it here. I mean, my wife's family's here. My 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 family is here. Like I and, and because I travel so much for work, I really, I guess, don't have that wanderlust. You know, right. some people have it like, like, I got to see more. I can't. This can't yeah. be the, the place where I like I kind of seen a lot. Like, you know, what I mean? I've traveled to all of Canada, all of the U.S. I've been to Europe, Asia. Uh, you know, I, I've been to a lot of the Middle East. I've been to a lot of very different places. I'm good. I've, I've seen a lot of stuff. So I, I've seen all the different outlet types they have. I like the <laughs> North American standard. I like 60 hertz. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Is it? I think it's my turn, right? Yep. And I last. Yeah. And my turn to ask Bill? Uh, I think you uh, asked me last. I don't know. Did I? Maybe. Okay. All right. Uh, okay then. All well, right, I got one. We're only gonna do one more round, I think. So, uh, okay. I've only asked two questions, so. Yeah, same here. So this is okay. this is the starting. Yeah, I've only round. asked two. Okay, fine. Yeah. Oh no, you haven't asked me yet. Go ahead, Phil. Okay, uh, then I actually think this is a better question for you anyway. What? When was the most challenging part of your life, and why? Um. My youth. I, I mean, I just got to keep it at that. From the time I was probably uh, 11 till I was 25, it was chaos. I mean, it was chaos before that too, but I started making decisions at, at the age of 11 that impacted the direction of my life. And uh, none of those were good up until I was 25. <laughs> okay. And, and then everything straightened out. And I, I'm blessed and lucky that that uh, horrible things didn't happen to me. Um, but yeah, so that, that was... Did you straighten out or they were straightened out for you? Um, 
it was a lot of me. I, I saw a lot of the, my environment being deteriorated. I saw a lot of my friends either dying or go to jail. I almost got in a lot of trouble, but I didn't. And I was just luckily, for whatever reason, it was enough for me to go, you know what? I can't keep doing this. This is ridiculous. Right. I, I want more. Mm. I want more than just this, whatever I'm hiding from with the party. And because part that's all I did. It was just, it was a party. You know, it was just a constant party. If you just stay partying, you don't have to grow up. You don't have to live your life. You, you don't have, have to, to deal with, you yeah. have to deal with the negative stuff. Yeah. So it got to a point where Peter it's like, Pan. you know what? I'm, yeah, I, I, I do think I want more. I hope someday I can get a podcast with a really couple of cool guys and so living the dream you got you you kept your job for another week you can lay off the <laughs> yeah yeah easy yeah so just it's just my youth in general i think at uh, the age of accountability i call that when you start making decisions and you know you shouldn't be making that decision i don't care if you're five or 50 whenever that starts that's that's the age of accountability and i'd say so my youth up until i was 25 was bumpy it was bumpy, gotcha. a little lumpy, cottage cheesy, so to speak. <laughs> okay, cool. Who's next? Right on. Uh, Bill, you're next. I will ask. Uh, let's see, Tim. Uh, this is this would be fun. Uh, what TV show or movie <laughs> do you refuse to watch? Why? Do I refuse to watch? Like you just saw the previews or somebody told you about it or you read the book and you're just like, nope, ain't going to happen, whether it's out of fear or principle, whatever. Okay. Or homophobia. What? No, um, none of those. Uh, well, I'm <laughs> Still a Queen of the Desert. Great movie. I'm going to say um, ba- ba- horror films. I don't watch horror films in general, like pretty much all of them. And I would say the, I mean, I watch, I watch scary movies or intense movies, but just like the ridiculous, like blood and gore ones. Yeah. Um, and, and I, <laughs> it all goes back to the Blair Witch Project, which didn't have any, any, um, gore in it really. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, but I, I, I watched that movie. I mean, I was, I was in my early twenties, I guess, when that movie came out, I don't remember. And that was, I mean, that was pretty cutting edge back then. Like, it, no one had ever really done anything like that before. No, you're right. It and was very innovative. It scared the bejesus out of me. It was just creepy. Like, nothing I couldn't go outside well, at night. It, you like, know what I that was movie did? for, like, weeks. That movie made everybody who watched it for the first time question whether or not it was real. Everybody's like, no, yeah, this they, is a movie. They marketed it so well. Yeah, it so, so it's well. like, is this... I mean, because there was no there was no Snopes.com back then. Oh. It was just always like that question of like, was it real? Is it not really? Yeah. No, because all of us knew it couldn't be real, and they wouldn't put it in a movie theater if those people really died. But we still but thought, would they? Would they? Know? Would they? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember. You know, I, I still smoked cigarettes at the time, and I remember after the movie, you know, ended, and you know, my friends all go home. I, I'm home alone. I go outside to smoke a cigarette. It's like, you know, midnight, one in the morning, and it's pitch black out. Mm, I, I lit the this. cigarette. Uh, yeah, I took like two drags out. I was like, screw this. I like, <laughs> <laughs> ran the house, got under the covers, you know. Damn you, Blair Witch. Oh. And, uh, and I was just like, okay, that's not for me. I was like, I don't need that in right. my life, you know. Like, right. That's <laughs> funny. I, I mean, a good Alfred Hitchcock movie I'm fine with. Uh, that's, enough, that's enough for me. I, I tend not to watch gore movies just because they bore me. It's... Uh, I, 
it's it's like all the yeah. I do like thrillers. I like a good murder mystery stuff like that. But but mm-hmm. just yeah, if just it's got like a if it's got a story to it. That's yeah, anything you know, that like puts you on twist. the edge of your seat. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe just what happened. Yeah. You know, something like that. But yeah, yeah. I, I, some guy I, with a saw blade hand cutting zombies in half. It's like yeah, yeah. You know, but all, all, now zombie, funny. The Walking Dead, and all uh, aspects of the the spinoffs of Walking Dead. I love me some zombie stuff. I love me some zombie stuff because that's so far beyond reality. I'm okay with it. It's like, it ain't real. I dig it. It's neat. You know. Okay. Uh, I used well. to love, like, the 80s, um, like, Friday the 13th. Jason and, like, and, yeah. Halloween and Jason and Freddy, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, those ones are I was, like, into as, like, a whatever, I guess, as a kid, I guess. I don't really, I don't watch any horror movies now, mostly because my wife is scared to death of them. And when she gets scared, she pinches the back of my arm. Like so, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's really painful. So we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, Casey's not into it anymore either. She, I, yeah. I don't know if she ever was, yeah. but she's never been a fan of gore for no reason, really. She yeah. watched the first couple of seasons to, of Walking Dead with me because the storyline was pretty cool. But she just okay. finally got tired of. It's just like you know, I don't need to see more zombies getting their eyeballs popped out with a spike, you know, or whatever. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? What? What episode was that? Yeah. <laughs> Second season, episode thirteen. Yeah. Spike eyeball. All right. So I've I've done uh, one, two for each of you guys. Okay. Let me. Um, I only did three then. Okay. You just, uh, did you do two for each of us? Yeah, I only did. I only did. I well, because he's, he's maybe he's starting the fourth round now. Is that possible? Uh, maybe, maybe. I've only I've only because I actually have been marking my list. Yeah, I got now, yeah. now. Who's the good student? So, um, okay. Well, I got one for Phil, and then we'll we'll see what this where we are for time. Okay. Um, so Phil, you get one hour to meet and chat with anyone, living or dead, anyone in history that that you want to. Who do you pick, and what do you hope to get from that hour? Ooh, so you're gonna you and you and whoever you know ever lived, living. Or dead, but don't say don't say me attention. don't say me. I'll I'll talk to you anytime you want. I got okay, you. so I won't waste my I won't waste it then. <laughs> um, Caesar Augustus. Wow. Oh yeah. Why? That was quick. He was uh, was. Uh, was Octavian Julii, so he was the nephew of Julius Caesar, and he basically transformed Rome, and and he was just brilliant, and at a very young age, was not a warrior at all, um, but somehow he outmaneuvered, tamed, won battles, uh, and like, obviously, I'm not the biggest guy there is, so he basically ruled through intellect, and cunning, and... uh, and did some amazing things before. I mean, he, he oversaw like 50 years of peace in Rome while obviously growing the empire through conquest. But uh, I'm a huge... Yeah. D- define peace. <laughs> peace within the borders of Rome. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm a huge Roman history uh, nerd and buff and person. And uh, I, I think he's, uh, he's incredible. Like Rome did some pretty awful things, but they were the most advanced civilization of their time. People are going to argue, but that's just the way I feel. And uh, and they really uh, innovated with it. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, very interesting. Mm. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Okay, my turn. 
Uh, let me see here. Okay, so then who have I asked two questions to already? You've already asked me two, I think. So ask okay. him. Should I do a funny one or a good one? Mm. What would Caesar Augustus do? Fine. <laughs> when, when during your life, and if you can pinpoint it more very specifically, was your biggest leap in personal growth? Physically or mentally? Mentally. Yeah, it's 13. I, uh, I, uh. Yeah. I woke up one day and I was six foot two. Yeah. Um, so at what period of my life was Yeah, my... when was your biggest leap in personal growth? Ah, oh, geez. I, I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, the Mark Twain quote uh, where he's like, he's like, man, when, when my dad was 40 and I was 20, I couldn't believe how dumb my dad is. But now that he's aged a little bit, like he's, yeah, yeah. he's come a long way, you know, yeah. I kind of feel like that. Like I, if in my 30s I'd be like oh yeah I'm starting to come into myself you know I might have said when I was in my 30s now I'm in my mid 40s and I'm like yeah you know I'm starting to come into myself um, so I, I feel like it's just been this constant arc you know yeah um, I it'd be hard to pick because I know if I were to be like oh you know it was definitely like 28 28 years old was when I really you know and then 10 years from now I might be like like oh my god, it was forty five. It was this time right now. I was now, thinking more of you. like a specific seminal moment. Like if you could like, you know what I mean? Like thing. There are markers on our path in life that kind of can be pivotal. All right, I'll give I'll give one to my dad. Um, I'll give him one. Uh, that was I was a teenager, and I had gotten fired from my job, um, for being a stupid teenager. And I needed another job. I still live in my parents' house. This is during a what would be called a gap year. I had no intention of going to college, but it was this year that encouraged me to maybe make some changes and try college, which didn't work for me. But, but I tried, you know. But so I was trying to find work. Couldn't find work anywhere. Um, and, uh, you know, I had long hair and stuff. And, and, you know, I was unshaven and all this stuff. And I'm going around applying for jobs. The only coat I had was a leather jacket. It was winter, you know. And, um, and I finally get offered a job. And, you know, it was like for minimum wage. And um, and they said, you can, you know, we'd love to hire you. You seem like a good guy, but we do have a dress code that you'd have to cut your hair like and, and shave. Uh, you know, there's a dress code for this job. And I was like, I was like, well, screw you, lady. You ain't telling me what to do. And like, you know, like this whole kind of rebel guy is like, I'm not, I want your stupid job. And I, and I had like, I had like five bucks left to my name at this point. You know, I was living at my parents' house, but still I didn't have gas. And, right. and they were kind of like letting me screw up on my own. You know what I mean? That was sort of the deal. And uh, I remember going outside, and I was, like, upset, and I was mad, and I was, like, crying and, like, like kicking my truck, you know. And my dad comes out, and he's like, well, what are you what are you doing, you know? And I told him what was going on. He's like, oh, these jerks, man, you know, the man wants me to, you know, and all this stuff. I'm like, it's BS, and I'm swearing, you know, kicking my truck and, and all upset. And he says, he says, well, you can stand out here, and you can get upset and kick your truck, or you can do something about it. And he walked away. And I was the, that was a, um, cause he knew there was no reasoning with me at the time, but it was like, just that was like, and that was who I try to be ever since I've tried to be the guy that does actually does something about it instead of right. just complains about it. So that I'll, I'll, I'd say that your dad really was a human me. defibrillator. Yeah. I, I called, I, I called that woman up and, uh, the next morning and I apologized for my behavior. And I said, if you will still have me, I will show up tomorrow with a haircut and fill out the paperwork or I'll show up today with a haircut and fill the paperwork. And, uh, and surprisingly she said, okay. And she gave me the nice. job and I, 
a year later, I quit that job and I said, I'll never cut my hair for anyone again. But the point is... <laughs> the, point the point is, is, is Richard I, knows what he's talking about. Yeah, and, it, and it's about, you know, there's there's principles and stuff, but then there's also, you gotta, you gotta get it done sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you... Like, I don't want to ever get a job again, but if I have to, to to feed my family, you better believe it. I'll cut my hair and get a job. I mean, I have pretty short hair now, but, you know, metaphorically speaking. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not above washing dishes to feed my kids. Like, you know. Uh, I, I hear where you're coming from, yeah. and I love that story, and I agree with it whole, yeah. wholeheartedly. You got to do what you got to do, and that's what it means to be an adult. Yeah. And I guess that's yeah. the day you realize that. that was, it, that's exactly it. I was 18 years old at the time, and that was like... You know, you're not a man yet when you're 18. You think you are. Yeah. And I was like, my, my dad just dropping that wisdom on me. And I was just like, I was like, oh, there's a lot more to being a man than I thought. Like, I need to learn how to do that, you know. You know, I, I yeah, found... Yeah, most of being a man is mental. It's uh, almost nothing has to do with it physical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's, it's, that's it's why the it's opposite. Like, I mean, I, I found out last night, seriously, the more personal growth I go through, the more I learn, the more I appreciate, the more... Uh, the world becomes a better place and it, it, I gel with it. The more personal growth I have, the physical growth is actually going away. Casey's mom has always told everybody, I guess that she's five, five and Casey's been saying for the last few years, mom, you're at least two inches shorter than me and I'm five, four and a half. This can't be true. So we measured, we all stood up on the wall and measured Back to back, back, back to back. back. Yeah, and so Casey is officially five four and a half. Mom still won't admit that she's only five two and a half. Um, <laughs> Casey's dad is five two and uh, I mean six two and a quarter, and I, quarter. at my peak when I was oh. young, was six foot and a quarter. I was always a little over six foot tall, and then I knew in my thirties after doing a lot of labor for a living, I met. I was like. 5'11". I'm now 5'10 and three quarters. <laughs> you got to do it first thing in the morning, though. You'll be taller. Yeah, yeah. Be That's, no, he's right, because all day your yeah. spine compresses. Yeah, well, all yeah. I know is so I'm... Right right when you get it. I, right when you get in bed at 2 a.m., whatever time you get up. I know that measure. most of the shoes I have to wear now because my feet are getting flat caused me to get back up over six foot again. So I'm good. I'm good with that. But that stand, standing up against the wall, I have five ten and three quarters. I'm like, wow! I just had no idea. Yeah, too much. <laughs> wow. Okay, we have really. Uh, okay, this was a great episode. I really enjoyed this. And yeah, it was fun, and it was good to get to know you guys even better. I I vote to continue it one more week. What do you think? Yeah, I've got some more questions. I'm in. All right. All right. Cool. Way to go. We'd love to know what you think too, listeners. If you, if you're like you know, oh, now nah, yeah, just listeners. shut up and start talking about woodworking again. Yeah. It, yeah. That there's a. If we get an onslaught, you know, of the millions of listeners that don't want us to do this again, we will we will abide by the tide. How's that? The the dude abides. The dude abides. Dude abides. <laughs> I like it. I know that reference. Okay. Okay. So, so maybe, should we save some? We have a lot of because last week we had no reviews to review. Yeah. And this week we got quite a few. So our our cries of desperation were heard across the world. Yes. So we save a couple for next week? I'm more than. Let's do one American yeah. one and we'll do one international one. All right. Okay. Are we going to do the American one in the uh, the request that we put out there that somebody actually gave us uh, the the roles? Oh, that's that's an international one. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to do that one then? Um, I think we're running a little long this week. We'll save it for next. Yeah. All right. All save right. it for next week. All right. We're going to make him wait. 
because of what he's doing to us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we love you. But we love you. So if you we're going to read it. Who you are, we're going to read them all. You, we promise. But <laughs> it's, it's, we're going to need more time. Go ahead, Phil. What do you got? Um. Okay. This one. Did I read this one? When did you leave this one? I guess I must have read it already. It's so weird. Okay, maybe I didn't. All right. This one is from the UK. Um, it's from Fizz Fizz. P-H-Y-S. P-H-Y-S. Uh, the title is uh, my second review, at least in my head. And it goes, uh, I thought I'd already written a review. Uh, listening to the most recent episode and the boys lamenting that they had not received a review in the previous week made me feel sorry for them. So I'm leaving them a review. This isn't just a pity review. Their podcast is one that I listen to every week as soon as it arrives. Heaven knows I wouldn't want to binge listen to them like I did when I first discovered them. It's right up there with the making fools that talk too much. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll read, I'll read one and then we'll, we'll wrap it up because we're getting long here. Yeah. Um, so this is from DPTUIU. I don't, I don't know what, how you pronounce it, but it's five stars, so I'll read it. And it says, two men and a Canadian that are too cheap to buy lumber is the title. It's actually um, true. It's accurate, yeah. Pretty accurate. Yep. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Uh, since there were no new reviews on the last episode, I thought I would chime in with my two cents or whatever the Canadian exchange rate is. I think it's but, um, probably about two and, a half, two and a half cents now. No, not even. No, not that. 2.1 cent. No, no, no. It's more than that. We're at 1.3. So it'd be two point six. This cents. is why we run 2. long. Two point six cents. This is yeah. why we run Whoa. long. Rain it in. That's a lot of Rain money. Rain it in. Okay, <laughs> it's Canadian exchange rate. It is okay. Bill and Tim are real men due to the fact that they build instruments. The Canadian Ooh. just skates by, slacking off on his fancy office job and making <laughs> drug paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! That's not funny at all. Uh, no, no, I'm laughing I mean, on the inside. Yeah. Keep, keep no, reading. You know, <laughs> it's legal in Canada and there's no stigma. That's right. <laughs> okay, all kidding aside, I love you, Phil, and you are all great makers. Keep up the good work and I look forward to new episodes. <laughs> How do you ban people from the podcast? Can we do that? Can we, um, can we ban... Pew, pew! <laughs> <laughs> no way. Just kidding. Pew, pew. We got those five you. stars. Keep listening. We love you. That was great. All right, we'll save the we'll save the other ones for next week. All right, yeah. what about uh, what got our attention? Got anything? Uh, no, no time, no time. I, I got to shout and I got to do an attention thing. So let me just get let me get this over real quick. I, I promise. Um, mm-hmm. There's another mm-hmm. podcast out there, and I got something in the mail, and it was very nice of them. Um, what is it? The Girls with Curls. Uh, oh man, Jimmy's daughter's in it. Um. Oh, Fools with Tools. Fools with Tools. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Fools with Tools. So uh, Steve sent me a a, uh, a a couple of stickers, and one one is the Moonshine Metalworks, and I love you, Steve. And the, and the other one, he said, some guys on a podcast think I'm spiffing. So I am spiffing, according to the UK. So Steve, Brett, and Alex... Fools with Tools, give them a listen. Thank you for the, the lovely thing. And it's Mr. Lutz, you, sir, are what we Brits call spiffing. Keep being you. So Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm going to take spiffing. it as good because I know... I, that's not how I'm reading it. I don't think that's good at all. Yeah, no, I don't. I think it's like... I think you should be like really angry right now. That's also, th- go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> get, get that looked at. Yeah. So, 
I'm going to go ahead and look at my rash. And uh, Phil, wrap this thing up. Let's get out of here. Um, our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out williamlutz.com, timsway.net, and newperspectivesmusic.com. Contact us for... Con- I'm not going to do that again. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We absolutely love hearing from you guys. You can hit us up on email, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudio. We do check that now. It is on Phil's phone. Um, iTunes reviews. Obviously, you guys are listening to the fact that... Uh, we asked for more of them, so we do have quite a few now, but we can always get more, and uh, they really do help people find the podcast who have never heard of it, who are outside of the circle, and that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to grab as much as we possibly can uh, for more of a mainstream audience, so leaving us a review definitely helps in doing that. And patreon.com slash reclaimed audio, the absolute best way to keep these guys on the air and to get your name mentioned on uh, every episode for every $10 patron or more, and uh, I guess that's all the begging I'm going to do this week. Um, how about just a simple Good thank begging. you, everybody? Thank you, everybody. We love you. Yes, I'm fond do. of you. Have a great <laughs> we week. Acknowledge your existence. <laughs> I love. Hail Zoltan. <laughs> Contractual business partners. That's right. <laughs> uh, adjourned. Have a great week, guys. Bye, everybody. Being adjourned. Be good. <laughs>